Well, welcome to the 5D Academy of Higher Consciousness. I'm Zarathustra, broadcasting live from Tulum, Mexico. Uh, the topic of the day is the matters of heart. So we will talk about that. We're going to dive into it, you know, how to discover the matters of heart. And uh, we're going to go deeper into that in a exploration of the inner world and love. People think accessing their power is coming from mind. And they take a lot of courses of strength, strengthening the mind so they can manifest this and that. That is what basically pseudo-spirituality is teaching. But it's very far away from the truth because it's taking you away from your power and it becomes a mindy. And that's why you don't get anywhere. The more you become quiet, the more you're still the more you're rooted in the truth of who you are, your power, your presence. That's why you like to spend time by yourself. Majority of people, spiritual path, unless they have serious abandonment issues. But if you don't have abandonment issues, you don't have fear of being alone. Majority of people on the planet enjoy their alone time, enjoy their quiet time. So you need to disconnect from everyone else and come back and be by yourself. And if you learn to also let go of the mind and not be so involved with your thoughts, that is a training. It takes time to get to that point. Then you continuously are able to regenerate and rejuvenate from your own innate power place, your own power source, which is the universal power source, but you get access to it. Is that, does that interest you? Is that something you like to discover and learn how you can tap into your, the infinite power source available to you and to tap into it? Yeah, great. And that's the goal of us to recognize it's a recognition of something that we already have it within ourselves it's already here you already have it but you just don't know you have it and then you're looking for it somewhere else because you think it's an object you think it's something you need to gain you have to get it to get to this point you don't need to do anything to get to it all you have to do is learn how not to think, how to go beyond the mind. And then it reveals itself to you. It shows itself to you. It begins to dance around you. It plays around you. It sings for you. It embraces you. The more you learn to turn your attention, your mind, you're inviting this powerful entity, powerful tool and you are using its power, its gigantic power, and you're just gently turning it inwards. You're shifting, you're looking inside, you're looking at the source of it. Where is this mind coming from? Because most of the time you are in a battle, you are wrestling with your mind. Your mind is either in the past 
is you're going through the regrets of what happened or you're fantasizing about what happened in the past or you're going into the future and you're worried, you have anxiety, fear, what's going to happen. So you're having this internal dialogue with yourself or where you're with this man or you're with this woman and you wish you were with somebody else. You're not happy with what you have or you're here and you wish you you were somewhere else. So the mind always comes up with this idea that where you are and what you're doing is not good enough and your happiness is somewhere else. So it gets engaged with all these stories, these thoughts, and these projections. It all happens in your head. It's all thoughts. So in fifth dimensional quantum awareness, the practice we're doing and the training we're doing is to make you understand, to give you an idea of your own power, to help you to touch this part of yourself, to get an idea of the enormity of the being that is already here and you're that, to help you become free from the slavery that you're in and you're not aware of it because you're a slave and you think you have freedom. You're very excited about your freedom, but you're in a cage. You're not free. And that cage goes with you wherever you go. It's not a physical cage. It's that you can't free yourself from your mind. And no amount of happiness is enough for you because you're never going to be happy because you don't know what happiness is. You think happiness is in gaining objects. You're getting things. Only if I get this girl, it makes me happy. Only if I get that man, I get made happy. Only if I have more money, I'll be happy. So you think it's there. So, and when you get the object, then fear comes with it because you get the object of the desire. Finally, I got the woman of my life, but now I'm worried about losing her. I'm worrying about other men may just come and take her away. Finally, I got the man of my dreams, but now I'm worried about my friends hitting on her and snatching him away from me. So this is never going to end. And in this process, what happens that love becomes objectified too. It becomes a thing. So we get trained that when, especially human love, I fall in love with somebody. I'm in love with, with someone she's in love with me. And yes, there is that period that when you fall in love with someone and they fall in love with you, what happens? Isn't that really sweet? Isn't that incredible? Isn't that one of those amazing moments in your life when you fall in love with someone and they fall in love with you? Don't you feel extremely powerful? Don't you feel like you are in heaven? You're on clouds? Or maybe you're, you love your child or the love of child for mother, for father. You love your best friend. You have a lot of love for your cat and your cat really loves you. And when that love happens, that moment of two beings coming together and there is this energy, this magnetic energy happens between the two people and two meet, two objects here 
one person, one person, they're just objects. And all of a sudden, in between these two beings, this magnetic field of energy appears. We call it love. And then there is unification, that you lose yourself in that love and you become one. You experience oneness. I've never been a mommy and I've never been a parent, but I can see when you're holding a baby in your arm. I've held babies in my arms. And then, you know, you just a moment's like, the baby's so sweet, so innocent, you're holding him and you just feel so much love. Your heart opens up. Again, I've never been a parent, but there have been moments that I've seen it with people or I've held a baby or I've held somebody that I'm very attracted to and they're attracted to me and I'm experiencing human love. It's very real and it is real because it takes you back into your own source. It represents and triggers that you re realize what potential is there of who you are, that you are really love. You are the source of love. Love is not an object. It's not something you go get. You see, everything is twisted and we're not being taught correctly from day one. We're just being programmed, whether purposely or it's just, it happens to be this way. But majority of people on the planet, they don't, that's why they're asleep because they don't have a clue. They have no idea what's going on. So they're sleepwalking, you know, they're half asleep. It's like, you know, you can't sleep. So you take Xanax or an Ambion and you drink a bunch of alcohol or whatever because you cannot sleep. And then the next day you wake up and you're kind of like, or you've been on medications, you got really drugged out because of something and you just can't think clearly. You're just kind of like uh, sleepwalking, you know, uh, what's going on, right? So then you come and say, well, how come, you know, why is the world is like this? Well, how can you expect fairness and decency on a planet of sleepy people, on a planet that majority of its inhabitants are asleep or half asleep? How do you expect them to be fair? They're not awake. They're sleeping. They're drugged out. And what, are, what is it? What is it we're missing? What is it we don't recognize? What is it we were not taught? Nobody taught us this, okay? And a lot of times when somebody comes and wants to teach you that, what do we do? We prosecute them. We ridicule them. We make fun of them. We kill them. Because they're not telling you what you want to hear. They're telling you the truth of what it is. And the norm doesn't like that because it's going to wake you up and you don't like it. Majority of people, they don't like it because you're walking to somebody and you're trying to wake them up to the truth of who they are. And in that awakening, they have to give up something. They have to give up their ideas. They have to give up the objects. They have to look inside. They have to learn how to discover the love inside themselves. Well, that, that may require work. I, you know, can I buy it somewhere? Is it for sale? 
Or is there a pill you can take me so I don't have to do anything? Zarathustra, can you just put your hand on my head and give me a half an hour healing so all my problems go away? So I can go back doing what I used to do? Be quiet, learn, take pause. You can't just stop your mind overnight. It doesn't work, okay? But take your time and get into the habit of pausing, okay? Take a deep breath. Don't operate from this. Oh, 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 the, the, the world's going to end. Uh, Russia's going to attack Finland and Sweden and Ukraine. Oh, 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 America is going to war. That's a circus. Pandemic, pandemic. Oh, oh, we're all going to die. Yes, you will die. <laughs> yes, we're all going to die. What do you expect? It's just a matter of when you're going to die. You will die. Don't worry about that. So don't panic. You're going to die. <laughs> but but, but uh, 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 you need to pause. Stop. Okay? Chill out. Take a chi chill pill. Uh, relax. And pause the mind and take a deep breath and just relax here. Yes, the world is going crazy. But it's always going crazy. This is not the first time. Maybe it wasn't crazy, going crazy in your reality or because you weren't in a war zone. But if you lived in Africa or South America or Middle East, places that there's war and revolutions, that's the reality all the time. So it's going crazy. Now you're feeling it. Maybe in Europe or America or Canada or whatever, you're feeling it. I mean, other people have been feeling it for past God knows how many years. It's nothing new. It's new because it's in your face. But that story is not new. Don't get fooled by this. It's a circus. It's, there's always a circus. Your job is to disconnect from the circus because all it does is activates your mind into fear and anxiety. So your job is to bring your attention towards the inner kingdom because it's here. Take a, take a break. Stop, disengage yourself of the story that's going in your mind. Even if you do it for five minutes, you get in a habit of doing it every day because you've been deeply programmed to be engaged with your mind all the time. This is what's happening to you from childhood. Now, and majority of spiritual teachings, what they do is they perpetuate that. They make it worse. They're giving you mental exercises. So you're not aware you're just shooting yourself in the foot. So you want to stop. Don't do anything. Forget about doing anything. Forget about I have to go take this breath work class. <sighs> I got to go this da 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 da. I got to do this power kundalini thing. Just relax. Stop. Take a deep breath and meet who you are. Because that which you're looking for, it's already here. It's not out there. And it's not in doing, doing, doing things. It's in non, not doing it because it's here. You don't have to do anything for it. You already got it. You just have to recognize it. It's already there. It's already here. What do you have to do in order to be silent? What do you have to do to be quiet? Disengage from your mind. And then all of a sudden the heart opens and the presence, God, existence, life, 
reveals itself to you. It shows itself to you. It's here. It's not disconnected from you. It's not far away from you. It's not here that I need to get to it. It's here. And the more you just mellow down and you dive back into the place, the more the presence, the magic, the love begin to reveal itself. And it's quiet. So you take a break from the madness. And then, you know, you go turn on the TV or watch, you go on YouTube or you turn, look, going on your computer, going to one of the news channels. And then it's crazy. Separate yourself from the world of mind and recognize the world of beyond the mind into the silence. And maybe you don't know how to do it in the beginning. That's why you go to your teacher. You go to a witch doctor so they can help you find it. But then you do it on your own. Most of the time, the stories, pay attention during the day what you're thinking about. Check it out. I want you to today, the rest of the day, pay attention. You are engaged with an internal dialogue of what am I going to do and what is going to happen and what should I be doing and am I going to have enough money or is he going to love me or how is things going to work out or, or you are in internal dialogue you have with yourself about future or the past and none of them are happening right now and most of them are irrelevant and a lot of times you're creating problems you're worried about something is going to happen, which a lot of times it doesn't happen, but you go there. And what do you call it? We say mind fucking. You're mind fucking, mind boggling. But mind fucking sounds better. It, it hits the place. I'm mind fucking. So you get involved with these, all these stories. And a lot of times they don't happen and they're not real. And you don't realize that you're doing this during the day, a lot of time in your life. You, you're not aware of it. And that's what I'm saying. You're in this prison. And yeah, people come and say, Zarathustra, help me. Save me. Help me. How do I get out of this? Well, I'm sharing with you how you get out of it. But you have to do it. You can't just hear, tell me yes, and then not do it and fall back into your old pattern. Because that doesn't serve you. You're not getting anywhere. You're back in the rut. Back. If you're suffering, if during the day you're having depression, you're up and down and you're suffering, then you are not doing it right. You're not getting it. You need help. You need guidance. Because if you understand this and you implement it, you will not suffer during the day. And if your mood fluctuates, it's very obvious you don't go up and down with it. You see moods changing, but you're not involved with it. You're not engaged with it. And you will have many moments in your life during the day that bliss takes over. When you're quiet, you're just blissed out. There's no thoughts. The master is not there. Your prison, your prison guard, your master slave is not there. It's not beating you up. And what happens? You feel the heart, you feel the love. And sometimes it's so big, you want to share it with other people. Why not being in this place? If you can be in this place, why do you want to be in this place that you're suffering all the time and you're up and down and you're worried all the time? 
why don't you just put some effort into it? Why don't you decide that, okay, I want to be trained. I want to break this habit and I really want to get it. I want to be in this place that I'm in stillness and silence and I feel the bliss in my life. This is what I really want. Well, you can't just say you want it and not do anything about it. Then come, jump in, learn how to do it. Be around people who are doing it. They're living that life. Ignite the own, your own light. Turn it on. You got the light inside you. You just have to turn it on. It needs to be ignited. The power source is within yourself. And then trust me, you will get to a point that you don't really give a shit what is the media is saying. You will not care. It's not like you're ignorant and you don't have compassion for other human beings. It doesn't affect you anymore. You're just like, you found it here. It's still, it's silent and it's blissful. And you hear all these other stuff, but now you can serve humanity because you're coming from that place and you can reflect it back to other people because you're living it. It's not fake. You're not talking it, you're living it. And then you will see like life's quality completely changes. Completely your life changes, the quality of it. And existence keeps throwing gems at you. You, you have no idea because you are accessing the power that's within yourself. And the power within yourself is enormous. The love, the presence of the being, the protection that you feel around you, the connection with the angelic realm is way more powerful. The guidance that you receive is way more powerful because you're not drugged out anymore. You're not like sleepwalking anymore. You're awakening. It's enlightenment. You're getting enlightened. You're waking up. Light is coming back into the darkness. It means no room for fear, worry, anxiety, loneliness, feeling left out, feeling you're not good enough. For how long do you want to go through this? Look at it. How many years has it been that you feel you're not good enough? You're not pretty enough. You're not attractive enough. You're not worthy enough. You're not worthy enough to have the man of your life. You're not worthy enough to have the woman of your life. How long have you been going through this? Look, take a look. Well, enough is enough. How much longer do you want to go through? You want to go through this for another 10, 15, 20 years or another life? Or you're going to say, you know what? I'm going to buckle up and I'm going to put six months a year into this. I'm going to dive into this. I'm going to really work on this to get it over with. And what do you have to lose? Let's say you really get on it and you don't succeed. Well, where are you going to be? You're going to be where you're at now. But if you make it, isn't that worth it then? Yeah. The risk, the gain, what you may gain is way beyond what you're putting in. So it's really worth it. That's what Gautama Buddha did. That's what Papaji did. That's what a lot of the awakened ones, a lot of awakened people around the planet, they all did it. They all went for it. They all decided that enough is enough for, being su for suffering. Enough is enough for 
feeling I'm not good enough. I'm not loved enough. I'm lonely. Nobody wants me. I don't have someone in my life. I'm worried about everything. How many times you've destroyed relationships by being so worried about stuff and your guy or your woman left you because you're so much in your head. You sabotaged the relationship for worrying so much. You're uptight. How many times we've done that? How many times you got into relationships or situations you didn't really want to be and you did it to please somebody else because you really didn't know how to be in your own power? Come with me to fifth dimension. Come and meet me in fifth dimension. Let me share this joy with you, this love with you. Let me show you the potential that's available to you. Let's see how you can walk on the water. Let's fly. Let's open our wings. Let's get out of the slavery. Let's get out of this golden prison. Enough is enough. Let's get out of it. Let's meet in the unified field. Let's fall in love. Let's discover the love that's inside you because no force in universe can ever touch you. Do you think somebody can touch Amaji, Maamritananda Mai, the divine mother? Do you think bullets can touch her? Do you think they can poison her? Do you think they can do anything to her? This woman is the embodiment of, of, of love. No one can get close to her because of the power of love that is animating out of her. That power you have. Can I ask you something? I may have got distracted when No, no, I'm I'm happy with what you're saying because I it brings up other questions. So it's okay. So one part of what you're saying is basically um, take like uh, have discernment, like try to have time for solitude and be in your own um, peace. Have like don't get distracted with doing things that take you away from it, or maybe being around certain people that take you away from that space. So part of it is like, I'm feeling what you're saying is um, be more selective as to what you want to engage, be engaged with just so that you could sink into that. Cause you said like, first you have to gain it within and then you could share it. Right. So for me to get distracted with all these things or people, it's just going to keep pulling me out and out you know so that's one then you go on and say about um some of the like all of you enlightened beings who had to do it so are you saying like they it seemed like they stayed away from a lot of things too then because either they were stayed in their ashram or they were constantly just in that space where they're in not being so engaged with the worldly things okay and then the third is that then you want to then be there and express the love from the place within that is the true love, not the whole like fakes, like emotional stuff that is up and down. So it seems like there's three parts. And when you say join you in the, in that field, like, like what are, like, what, how are we join you? How do we join you by, by like, what kind of choices or things can we, well, anyway, there's no free will, but so well, what, what are like, if yeah. you're going to, if you're going to be like, straight dagger and say okay this is what i think that i am going to tell my students like like what what are what like what's the direction 
Right. Well, you're on the right path because you show up. You show up. So yeah, once a week we show right. up. And then the yeah, rest of the week we try not to be in the headspace. But then when suddenly I get a text from somebody and it just I just literally saw them yesterday and I spent time with them, which I really didn't want to go. And then they are, it seems like like there's needy people that I don't I don't want to associate with, but then I feel guilty because then I'm like, so what do you do? Like what do you do? You just say, okay. Well, right now I'm not well, into it. You asked me like four or five different things. So let me, yeah. let me just go one at a time. Okay. Okay. Cool. The, when I say join me is meet me in the unified field of the love, the silence means be quiet, meet me here. And when we're together at the Academy and we sit and even this two hours we have, which is limited time. And it only happens once a week. And I am connecting with the uh, general audience. And uh, I mean, we have the academy and the people on the Zoom, which were together. And then, you know, there's like a bunch of other platforms that I'm talking to. So I can't get very personal and I can't get into giving any kind of training program because there isn't much time in it. But what I can do is open up the space. And what is the space is the number one thing is let's be quiet and let's hang out here. And this, this, we're quiet and we're hanging out here. This is the end of the road. This is the very key to the kingdom of heaven. But the disciple, the seeker doesn't understand that I, am, I already offered the end in the beginning. And they think there is more or they have to do something about it. Now, then the stuff I give to my people to do is basically to get rid of a lot of stuff so they can come back here and be. Because the absolute teaching, that which we are trying to discover, that which is going to free you from the slavery, is really neither into doing anything nor into learning anything. It's not a teaching and it's not something you do. It's absolutely gets transferred and, and transmission takes place into the silence. That's why it's impairment to sit with the enlightened beings in silence, not in story. That's where they transmit the truth to you, because the entire thing is not explainable. When you explain it, it becomes conceptual. It becomes a story. You're objectifying it. It becomes an object. But when you don't speak and you don't think, all of a sudden you fall into the truth of who you are. There's no thoughts. And all of a sudden expansion takes place. The entire existence reveals itself. But the mind comes and says, no, there is more. I have to do something else. That's why I say, meet me here. Meet me in this place. No, Which that part, I, I, underst I understand okay. that part. It's okay, about after the academy, then you're like back in every day, like yes, you're engaged with people. And sometimes you don't want to be in those moments. And if yes, you're just going to pull yourself out, then you're being rude. But if you stay in there, then they're like, well, why aren't you talking? Why are you quiet? Like, that's what I'm trying to ask yeah, you. That you're going to have that. 
all the time, you're going to be challenged at different times. And it depends how you look at it. People, people come into your space to pollute your space. You have to become protective of your space. If you have a dog in your house and your dog is taking a dump everywhere, I mean, what are you going to do? Is this what you like? Or your cat shit all over the place? What are you going to do? You have to train the cat to go and do its thing at, at the box or outside or the dog doing it outside. You don't want it inside your home. The same thing here is that people will pollute your space. So you have to draw boundaries. You have to learn to say no. Existence is going to put you in places that you need to say no, even if it's going to break someone else's heart or even if it's going to disappoint somebody else, you're going to have to say no, especially coming from the type of backgrounds we're coming from because we've been conditioned deeply to shut up and be submissive and not say anything because of our backgrounds. And you have to break that consciously, not out of anger, but you got to break it. You got to learn to say no. And if someone's going to be disappointed, there's going to be disappointed. I find as okay. a woman, it's harder to say no, though, because yeah. it, the expectation is not even the culture. It's just then they think you're not really, you know. Yeah, there's thousands of years. Of there's a lot of emotions that go with other people that then I'm like, okay, well, I'm not the body. I'm not the mind. I'm not the thoughts. I'm not the emotions. And then it's like, okay. But then the other woman or the other person might be in that whole emotion thing. And then, and then it becomes this. And then I feel bad to say like, yeah, you know, whereas a guy, it's easy for them to just say, yeah, bye. This is like, I don't know. So when through the right guidance and teachings, you learn to draw back, pull back, fall back into here yourself. So this starts to become a regular thing. And regularly, your heart opens up to love. You feel the presence. You feel the love. And the more you do this, the less you objectify love. you projecting it on other people. But now you're discovering the presence inside yourself because you're not in your head. You're here and the heart opens, and the presence, her majesty, the divine being, the self, reveals itself. It shows itself to you. That's why I do in my workshops or my retreat, is to bring you in this place so you realize the enormous power of, of the space which you have within yourself, so you can carry this with you out. Get in the habit of falling back into this place. And all you have to do is just be quiet and drop efforts, not trying to get anywhere. Actually, you're giving the try away and you're disengaging from your mind. Then where are you? You fall back into the place. And you do this regularly. It becomes a habit because it feels really good. It's groovy. And you want more. And the more you come back to the space, the more power you have, the more the love gets strong, the more people want to be around you, the more people are attracted to you, the more things get 
good stuff come to your life because it's like honey and the bees go for it. They want the honey, they want the sugar. It's really easy. The other way is very difficult. Constantly being engaged in your head, constantly trying to figure out, oh my God, it's so exhausting. Or being around people who, it's so exhausting to be around them. They suck your energy. But this, you want more. You feel rejuvenated. You feel strong. You feel great. You feel powerful. You feel calm. You feel centered. Because you're, it's yourself. What you experience, the love, the presence. It's not, I have it. You don't have it. And I can only give it to you. No. You are experiencing your own love, your own presence, the being that is here. But it's not an object and it's not limited to you. Its presence is in everything in the universe. Everything feeds off of that. And we're lucky because we get an opportunity to experience love in human form. But what happens is we're objectifying it. We want ownership of it because we've been trained in that way. We've been conditioned. And so what happens is it becomes a contract, especially in relationships, because, you know, you may tell your partner that I, I love you and I would always love you, but it, it's a lie because I always love you as long as you do what I want you to do. But if you go do something else, then I don't love you. The love part is real. Your attitude and your conditioning is what creates suffering, not the love part. The love part of it is real. It's the unity. It's the oneness that you come into. You get a taste of it. And since you are one and you've never been separated because there's no such a thing as separation, it just does not exist. So when you connect with somebody and there's this human love in whatever degree, it just reminds you, it takes you back, gives you a taste of who you really are and what your potential are. And especially in this time, we need enlightened people more than ever. Maybe the planet is going to blow itself up because it's being run by a bunch of sleepy people. So the urgency of coming to self-realization and the planet produces enlightened beings is more than ever. We need people who can anchor into themselves. We need, we need people who are powerful and they hold the space. They sit in silence and their hearts open. We don't need any more people who are in anxiety and worry and operating from fear. There's a lot of them there. We need you to come to realize who you are and act upon that. Stay in your center, being powerful, being in silence, being connected, being committed in silence, being committed to love, not being a yo-yo, up and down and up and down. Anybody has anything to share or have questions? Hi, Elijah. Welcome back. You moved into a new place, huh? You're not in your old place anymore. I'm at uh, my father's place now. I've been cleaning oh. all day. Good girl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my God, I'm tired. <laughs> Big house. Oh. Good job. You, you did well. Yeah. You did, you did a good job. <laughs> Anybody 
has anything to share? You have any questions? Can I say something? Yes. Yeah, I've been uh, with you in order five times, uh, four times now, and I'm going to participate this time as well. And I was just say that when we're sitting there with you uh, for maybe eight or nine days, and that is so special because you are creating a container of love and we're sitting there in the silence. And then we really feel the silence within. You know, you just can't. Uh, imagine it you, you just have to sit there and feel it and experience it yourself because then we are sitting there a bunch of people and we are rising our uh, vibrations and then we just feel it you know yeah. because no one can take that away from you and every time I'm be with you there a lot of blockages have just uh, disappeared by themselves you know and that uh, it always have been easy to just uh, let let go because the vibrations they are so high yes yeah and uh, that helped me a lot both mentally and with my arthritis and everything so i'm really looking forward for, for it because as i told us this time too it's uh, it's something amazing to just sit there with people that want the same thing you know we don't have to deal with all the other stuff that we have to deal with in our lives yes yeah Thank you for sharing, Ilda. I appreciate it. The idea of being in the unified field, the idea of going to the ashram to sit with the guru, the idea of gathering together, being in a retreat is for transformation. It's to create a powerful vortex, to create enough energy that it can burst, burst through. So when you're igniting these giant engines, there is an atomic power reaction explosion that breaks through the blockages. It breaks through your ideas, false ideas, and it forces you to create an energy field that overwhelming, it forces you to go inside. It forces the mind to fall back into itself, into its source, because the little body is against the big body. It's like if you go swim in the ocean and the water is cold, your body is going to start freezing after half an hour because the big body overwhelms the little body. You're not going to change the temperature of the ocean. The ocean is going to change the temperature of your body. The same thing because it's the bigger one, it overwhelms. The same thing with what we are creating, and my intention is to create this energy field with the help of Baram G and his divine music. The bubble gets so powerful that it breaks through your conditioning. It shatters your ideas of what God, what silence, what love is. It brings you and forces you to see who you are, to discover the truth of yourself and to find your own power and igniting the fire inside you. So you're by yourself, wherever you are, you are living Buddha and an energy vortex is creating, created in your presence. Wherever you are, without trying, your presence is transforming its environment because you are the grid 
is activated within you. This takes time. Yes, it takes effort. It, that's why people go to the ashrams. They go sit with their teacher because it accelerates their process of awakening. It speeds up everything. And yeah, sometimes when you're in a process of awakening, shit comes out and you have to look at or deal with things or stuff may come out but it's burning things, it's clearing things out and it's getting you more tuned in. And if any time to do it, this is the time to do it right now. This is the time to awaken in the face of a world which is crumbling and it's falling apart. In the face of a world that is falling apart, where do you go? You go inside and you discover the kingdom within yourself. You become the Buddha. Don't worry about the world. That world out there is going to adjust itself to you. You got to change. Your focus is on the world changing because you think the world changes is going to bring you comfort. It never brought you comfort and it will never bring you comfort. You're the one who needs to change and you can change by mental exercises because it didn't work. You tried it and it never helped you. So what's the alternative? Why don't I practice this? Why don't I learn how to be quiet? Why don't I hang out with people who are silent? Why don't I build my power by going beyond my mind and discover this other part, discover this world? Maybe I benefit from it. Maybe there's something in it for me because the other stuff I already tried and there was nothing. How do I free myself from this cycle of suffering? Where do I go? Well, it's here. What do you want to do about it? I'm going to give you a clue. If I tell you, focus on your breath and meditate, your attention goes to your breath. If I tell you, check out your hand, you immediately start looking at your hand and your attention goes in that direction. These are physical stuff. But if I tell you, what did you eat for lunch? What did you have for dinner tonight? What did you eat for lunch? What do you do? The moment I said that, your mind went into, what did I eat for lunch or breakfast or dinner today? Right? Your attention goes there. So whatever, if I tell you, what kind of car do you drive? Your attention goes to your car or a vehicle or maybe you don't have a car. So the mind is gonna get focused on an object. So now what we're gonna be learning is the final teachings. So we're gonna say, bring your attention inwards, take your attention, follow your thoughts inwards. So now you're directing your mind with its power to serve you. So let's do it. Look inside. Look inwards. If you can't do that, follow your thoughts to the source. Where do your thoughts come from? So now you're directing your mind inwards to its source. And then all of a sudden, everything becomes quiet. Quietness happens. It becomes silent. All of a sudden, nothing's going on. <laughs> when there, then where's the questions? Where is the issue? When the mind goes to quietness, where is the question that who created the world? Who am I? Where am I coming from? 
where am I going to, what happens after this life, everything disappears. And if you learn this and you start doing it, that's your key to the fifth dimensional consciousness. That's how you enter into the 5D reality. But again, your mind comes and says, no, it cannot be as easy as that. It's not true. There has got to be something more. Well, maybe there is something more, but you've never tried being quiet. So you don't know if there is something more or not. Learn this one first and then see if there is something more. But you haven't mastered this, so you don't know if there is something more or not. But when you try it, what happens? Are you suffering? Does it hurt? Are you in pain? When you're quiet and you're not having thoughts, is it a good experience or bad experience? Tell me, is it good or it's bad? Does it add to your suffering and your emotional ups and downs or it gets rid of it? Tell me, somebody tell me. Anyone? You know? Hi, Ingun. How are you, sweetheart? I'm good. Thank you. Yeah. Did you have a good sun tanning session while you were there? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's been, I've been in the sun, yes. Yeah, it's nice. You're doing the academy, you're getting the sun, and you can dive <laughs> into the silence. Yeah. Well, thank you very much for letting us know all this. Uh, I'm very grateful. Yeah. I'm so just when, kind of in my thoughts, so I'm not so very good at speaking. When you want us to speak, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you're doing a good job. So when you become, when you're quiet and you don't think, do you feel good or it feel yeah. bad? I feel good. You feel good. Yeah, very good. Right. Yeah. So would you like to feel good all the time? <laughs> 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 yes yes yeah. of course okay. but that's not right. not how the world works uh, right. all the time but i i try as good as i can to feel good right. yes right yeah thank you yeah. very much yeah okay then stop thinking disconnect from the mind withdraw and then you do it little by little every day but get into a practice of doing it don't just hang out with me and listen to this and then half an hour after, fall back into your old pattern and tell yourself life sucks and nobody loves me and I'm da-da-da-da. Get into doing it. Take your time. Disengage from the world of thoughts. And then two, three hours after, again, do it. Even if you do it for five minutes, then it becomes a daily routine. You're doing it automatically. And every time you're doing it, you feel really good. So when you were doing something that makes you feel good, you want to do it more. Does it make sense? Yeah? Yeah. Good. We're coming to the end of our academy. I appreciate your being here. It's nice seeing you again. Um, if you have any questions or you want to contact with me, you can write to me at Zara, info at zaratustra.tv. Sorry, it says, Zarathustra, in the beginning of the academy, you're saying heaven, I'm heaven. <laughs> Thanks, I appreciate it. I know this song was coming out of me. I don't know about, it's. yeah, I don't know the lyrics. Oh, yeah, next time. I'll check out the lyrics, uh, Maria, and then maybe next time I sing it. Um, what was I saying? I forgot. Oh, yeah, the my social media pages are 
Zarathustra 5D. And uh, my website is zarathustra.tv. I am coming. We're all coming to a bunch of us from US and Canada are coming to Sweden. I'm having my retreat, the 5D Quantum Awareness Retreat in Ore, Sweden. And it's finally happening. I'm not taking this opportunity for granted. There's no guarantee it's going to happen again. We don't know where the world's going to go and what's going to happen to our freedom as far as traveling goes. We are internally free, or at least some of us are, but traveling or the freedom of having retreats, things like that, we don't know if it's going to happen or be there or not. And it doesn't matter because right now is the only moment we have. Today is the only day we have. So that's what I'm doing. I decided to go for it against all odds and all the difficulties and all the opposition forces. I'm doing it. And uh, those of you who feel inclined, I very much encourage you to join me. This is going to be an opportunity to get a very good taste of the fifth dimensional consciousness. And that's my objective. It's to really go and take you to this field and give a very good taste of what's here. What is 5D? What is awakening? What is enlightenment? What is to be living in this place of freedom, inner freedom, and not suffering and not be a slave to emotional ups and downs? That's the objective. And my beloved friend, Baramji, uh, internationally known Sufi musician, he will join us to create a boost to the ambiance and playing his magic, magical music. Because when this man plays, it automatically takes you in a trance state. So I'm really looking forward to this event. To me, in my opinion, this is the Mahadevi. This is the mother of all my retreats. And I hope you can make it so we can, we can go through this transition together. If you have any questions, you can write to me or contact my sister, Hilde, Hilde Evenstad, uh, as well as Anna Lee in Sweden. So feel free or contact Amir. Again, my email is info at zaratustra.tv. We still have some space in order, and um, I welcome you to join me. <laughs> I love you very much. I hope you give yourself a break and love yourself and accept yourself for who you are. I hope you can see yourself. I hope you can go beyond your ideas of yourself. Look in the mirror and tell yourself, look into your own eyes and say, I love myself. I love you. Be kind to yourself. Stop beating yourself up. Stop criticizing yourself. I wished, I wished you could really see the truth of who you are and you could see your own power because you're the very expression of her majesty, the supreme soul. Your very presence is the embodiment of God itself. And you may just look at your physical body and say, oh my God, but you know, would God want to look like this? Yes, God wants to look like this because God is infinite. 
and it's in everything. It's your limitation of your mind that is judging different looks of God, different expressions of God. But God is everywhere and you are that. So recognize that. And then you fall in love with yourself. You see your beauty. Your beauty is not just physical. The power you have, how you can impact the world and change the world by a touch, by a smile, by a little bit of kindness, by reaching out to somebody and telling them you care for them, by petting an animal, by touching the cheek of a little child, just by a phone call, you can have an impact in the destiny of the world, kindness, love, and you have that inside you. So don't hesitate of showing it. Don't hold back. Don't be afraid about what is going on in the world. The world has no power over you if you fall into your heart. The world gets power when you fall into fear, not love. Namaste.